Let me know if that's better. I think that should, I think that was it. I had to just restart the, the mixer. Am I good? Am I good? Am I good? I'm good. I'm good. Yes. Good. No. I should be good. Okay. We good. Okay. Yeah. See that. I have to have two chats open. See, cause YouTube chat was way faster than Ecamm chat, which is. Okay. All right. So we got some, uh, all right, everybody. Let me, let me shout to everybody, uh, in the chat real quick. Let me acknowledge everybody. Hatch dragon. What's happening? Self savior 418. Okay. Guided light. Yeah. Uh, bun, you know what I'm saying? We're going to go over this. We're going to go over this. I'm here for all the hoaxing where I'm here for all the hoaxing. This is the month of the hoaxing. All right, Rio, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? All right, all right, cool, cool, cool. Okay, Jay Jermaine's in the house. Sheep stay asleep. What's happening, bro? Well, you be over there, tan motherfuckers' asses. Y'all be you be over there lighting them up. That's what's up, though. That's what's up. All right, listen. When I say lodge business, I I I, I, I people don't understand why I say lodge business because. You know, it's above your pay grade. And this Tafari Campbell thing, no matter how much heat we put on the Obamas, no matter how much heat you put on Massachusetts State Police and 
the people that run Martha's Vineyard. Nothing's going to happen. Okay. Unfortunately, Tafari's family would not get the appropriate closure. Um, they're, they're always going to wonder what really happened. I have a new theory. It's a, it's a, a an amended theory. I have an amended theory. Everybody put on aluminiums. We, we busting hoaxes tonight. We busting hoaxes tonight. And if I see any other YouTuber with my theory in their mouths, just let them know where it came from. Okay. Now, everybody get your aluminium do-rags, koofies, bonnets, uh, trucker hats, do-rags, snapbacks, um, cane goals. You know what I'm saying? If you got some aluminium, put it on. Now, let's go back over this. Tafari thing real quick. I have a brand new amended theory about what happened and who was there the night uh, Tafari Campbell wound up in the waters of Martha's Vineyard. Okay, you ready? Okay. Okay. First um, part of my amended theory. Um, Part of my amended theory is that it was Michelle that was there with Obama that was the the woman that made the phone call. I have a theory that Michelle was there. Okay. Just hear me out. It's going to be real quick. Okay. Will the family get paid? If the family is smart, they just take what's given to them and shut their mouths. Okay. Nobody wants to be on, on the kill list. Okay. Now, why do I say Michelle was there? This is why I say Michelle was there. Okay. This is why I say Michelle was there. Michelle can paddleboard. Okay. Michelle can paddleboard. This is what, this is one part of my amended theory. Michelle can paddleboard. I believe all three of them went out there and it went left. Maybe dude wasn't down with some stuff. Or maybe he kind of low-key said, hey, if y'all don't do this, I'll, I'll I'll reveal your secrets. And you know what I'm saying? And then so in the initial report, we have blunt force trauma with no water in his lungs. He was found in eight feet of water, which is fairly shallow if you really think about it. Eight feet's not it's not super deep. Okay. All right, just, just let me walk this down. Let me, let me walk this down the way Spence going to walk down Crawford tonight and, and work the body. All right, now, I believe all three of them were there. I believe Michelle was the female that called 911. Now, here's part two of my amended theory. Once again, remember, blunt force trauma this is Obama the other day this is Obama from the other day okay this is Obama since homeboy's death okay Okay, what do you see? Tell me what you see. 
What do you see? What is this? <sighs> okay. Now, let's point out what we see in this. That's right. Tafari put up a fight. Tafari was in his mid-40s. He, he clearly, he has some size to him. He wasn't going to go down without a fight. You know, Obama ain't beating up on nobody. Obama is frail. Michelle had a, you know what I'm saying, is, big, is built bigger than now. Let's, let's get into this. First thing I see, I see he has a black eye on his left eye. He has a black eye on his left eye. That's the first thing I see. And then, of course, the cuts on his fingers. He was in a scuffle. Okay? He was he was in a scuffle. <laughs> what? No, I have Listen, this is all fiction. Okay? This is why I believe... I'm going to go back to it again. So for those that came late, here's my, my amended theory. Here's part one of my amended theory. I believe Michelle was there out there that night with Barack and Tafari. Okay. I believe Tafari may have said something out of pocket and they may have felt threatened and they beat him to death with the paddle, with the, with the, with the paddles. Once again, blunt force trauma, no water in the lungs. Okay. Okay. Michelle is a paddle boarder. You do you paddleboard long enough, you're going to get jacked. Your shoulders and traps going to be on point. The laterals and the deltoids going to be on point. Now, this is Obama as of late. He has a black eye under his left eye. He, Obama is left-handed, right? Obama's left-handed, if I remember correctly. I believe he's, he's left-handed. Okay. Okay. Now, how's my, my theory sound so far? All right. I believe all three of them were out there. It went left. Tafari may have said some out of pocket. And they had to get them out here. Now, once again, this large business, I, I'm going to keep saying it, which means... Y'all can raise all the hell y'all want. Y'all can make all the breakdowns and have all the information presented and put it out to the world. Nothing's going to happen. Okay. Somebody said, well, the cameras and secret service, who does secret service work for? Uh, okay. Once again, nothing's going to happen to these people. Okay. But this is my my amended theory that all three of them were out there and and they beat him up. It took it took a while. They beat him up. Yeah, he is a lefty, huh? Okay, that's his shooting hand. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. All right. And so then um yeah, so we're not going to get the 911 call. Obviously, they they removed the names or the, 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 the situations from the call log we, that we viewed yesterday. 
nothing's going to happen to these people. Okay. All right. This is up the food chain type of stuff. This is beyond everybody's pay grade. So it's, it's, you know, it's a nice, salacious, you know, captivating story. Oh, a mystery murder. Who did it? Nothing's going to happen to these people. Everybody just chill. Enjoy this show. Okay. You can't do nothing for his family. Okay. I, I know his family's not stupid. They'd be like, look, these people can offer us anytime they want. Let's just sit our asses down and go on about our lives. Okay. All right. Okay. Now, if you hear anybody's, if you hear that theory out of anybody's mouth at this point, you know where it came from. Now, I'm not, I'm sure I'm not the only person saying this, but I'm just saying as of right now, I haven't heard anybody come on YouTube and say all three of them were there. I'm saying all three were there. I'm saying Michelle made the phone call, the female, the, the unidentified female. I'm saying that they all were at the house. Because remember, early reports, nobody was home. Now, all of a sudden, the girls were home. Okay? They were all there. Just let this sink in. Let this, just, I'm just, let this burn in y'all, in y'all retinas. Okay? Just let this burn in y'all retinas. When you think paddle boarding and, and, and the Obamas, yeah. Okay? That man didn't stand a chance. Two on one. Two on one. They got the best of them. All right. Okay. Just, you know, nobody gonna repeat your theory. Oh, I'm sure some niggas will. I have a few in mind that, that I, I, I could see them jacking my theory. Right. So, okay. Now, let me go ahead and jump right into the Bronny thing. Let <sighs> me go ahead and do, go right into Bronny. Should we go into Bronny? Okay, wait, wait, wait. Before I go into Bronny. This ain't going to be, this not going to be a, a long show. It's not. Um, listen, this TikTok thing is unreal. Y'all forgive me. This is the funniest shit. <laughs> Everybody's talking about the NPCs, right? We talk, we got the with pinky doll and uh, the, oh, the white girl. And everybody's jumping on the NPC bandwagon for TikTok. I'm sorry. Y'all forgive me. This is the funniest shit on TikTok right now. This is the funniest thing I've seen on TikTok right now. Let's get to it. Roses, thanks for roses. That's a, that's a, you wild and I gotta get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cover you wild. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> this is so stupid. This is so stupid. <sighs> I gotta run it back. I gotta run it. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Roses, thanks for roses. That's a bitch coming. You wild. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> I tried to find. I tried to find the, the, the full live stream. I can't find it. I can't find the full one. <laughs> I got Listen, I'm still looking for the full, for the full TikTok live from this. This shit is hilarious. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is hilarious. Listen, 
We are so creative. <laughs> we are so creative. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait, I'm not being petty. This is legit funny to me. This is. <laughs> we are hands down the most creative bunch of people on the planet without question. Oh my God. Oh, I had to y'all. I, I, I had to, it's, it's too funny. I, I'm, I'm looking for, I can't find it. I can't find it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Roses, they for roses. That's a, that's coming. You wild and I gotta get out of here. This nigga got, he got holes in his shirt. Oh, okay. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. All right, let's get back to it. <laughs> he got holes in his shirt. I gotta get out of here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. <sighs> okay. Forgive me. Forgive me. I had to. It was just too funny to ignore. It's so creatively funny. How could you not laugh at that? I don't, I don't know what it's okay, Nick. It's okay, Nick. It's okay. This, the NPC craze is here. Um. The NPC. That's a slave. Who the thought it? Who the thunk it? Who the thunk it? Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Now let's get to Bronny. Let's get to Bron Bron. Everything about Bron Bron, this whole thing stinks. I take it back. I guess I was initially right. I believe his heart attack or his car is fake. I believe it was fake. I believe it was fake. Um, okay, let me get, let me get, give out my reasons why. So let's, let's take a look. Now, listen, I, I could, you know, I'll let you guys tell me. So you, if you guys have family members that have suffered a heart attack, y'all tell me how were they a day or two after they came home from the hospital? Okay. Cause shit ain't adding up with this, with this situation. Now, my original theory was like, I, I said, why wasn't he given a placebo? I'm going to say that he was given a placebo. The whole family took it. We'll get to all the numbers and, and, and the dates and all that stuff, right? Um, so I guess I was right because my whole thing was I thought he'd be protected to a, to a certain extent that he they, the family would, would be given a, a placebo. I believe he never had a cardiac arrest event. But we'll get to the 911 call and all that extra stuff. So, fresh out the hospital, and he's already playing the Like, nah. Okay, so everybody that knows somebody that had a heart attack, they were in bed, resting, incoherent, messed up. Okay, 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 drugged up. <laughs> <laughs> can I try? You know, the main talents. Go ahead, I can do that. 
It was no being a sense of real people. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Just kind of there. Okay, all right, okay. <clears throat> now, this is one clue to why I believe this never took place. Okay, let me... Okay, wait, wait. Now, let's get to the 911 call. Do I have that? I thought I had it up. Hold up. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, hold up. Let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. I know I got it somewhere in my email. Here we go. Okay. Here we go. <clears throat> Once again, I don't know too many people that make all these quick, miraculous recoveries from heart attacks and strokes. I guess black people are just, you know, God's chosen people because they miraculously come back from some of the worst conditions possible. All right. So dinner in L.A. with the fam. Bronnie looking strong. Playing the piano. Oh, he didn't hit y'all with the grand rising. God is great. <clears throat> you, Bronnie, you are amazing. Simple as that. Keep going young. Uh, okay, okay. Let's continue. Let's continue. Let's continue. Now, this man is literally a couple days out the, uh, from having a cardiac event. Okay, so this is our 911 call. Let's go. Ah, damn it. Once again, you know, this 911 call is hella suspect. Let me find the doctor. Man, damn, he's ads, yo. And then I'm going to show you the, the doctor that worked on Bronnie's heart. And then, you know, we'll call it a night. We'll go over some serial killers. Okay, all right, sir. All right, sir. I'm gonna send help there. To, and uh, where exactly are you? Yes, yes, okay. yes. And I'll stop waiting for you. All right, sir. Uh, we're gonna send help. Okay, your sir. telephone is. Hold on, don't hang up, sir. Don't hang up. Your telephone is. Yes. Okay, let's get next to him, please. Okay. H how old is he? All right. Get get next to him with the phone. Okay. Get next get to him. him. Get next to him, please, with the phone. Okay. I, I need to I need, I need to find out. Is, uh, is there a doctor on scene with them or a registered nurse? No, there's no doctor. Okay. Help is already on. Help is already on the way. Okay. Get Brian next to him, please, okay. with the phone. All right. Now listen. Yeah. So he we're we're already on the way, sir. And I, yeah. Fire department paramedics already on the way. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, sir. All right. We're, we're on the way. Call us back if anything changes. Okay. What, what what kind of I I don't know what kind of nine one one call is that for somebody that had a, a a heart event like this is the son of the biggest basketball player in the world and that call just didn't it didn't reflect that listen if I didn't know who this call was from I wouldn't have thought this was a call for Bronny you know what I'm saying like this is the son of one of the greatest basketball players to have ever played the game now let's continue down this little rabbit hole as to why I believe this never took place. This was fake. And hold on, hold on. 
bear with me, bear with me. Inbox. Now, his doctor, the doctor that worked on Bron Bron, Lil Bronny. Now, listen, I just, I'm not here to change anybody's position, religion, or opinion. I'm just here to present information. Do with it what thou wilt. Do what with it what thou wilt. This is his doctor. They call him Dr. MJ. I shit you not. They call this Negro, this guy, Dr. MJ. This is the guy that worked on Bronny. This is his cardiologist. This is Bronny's cardiologist. Are we still going to play this game? We're going to still play this game. Are you not entertained? Yes. No. Are you not entertained? I'm very entertained. I'm not invested, but I'm entertained. Okay. What say you guys? What say you guys? This is Dr. MJ. Mary J. Dr. MJ. Chuka Mary J. M-D-F-A-C-C-R-P-V-I. Dr. Board Certified internist cardiology echo nuclear vascular sports and exercise cardiology this guy's he's good he's good what say y'all <laughs> ah, okay okay once again black americans some of the most we are we are the real super saiyans because we can we can you can beat us to the to the brink of death and we'll come back stronger right <laughs> all right yeah way too calm for the son of the biggest basketball player on the planet to fall out from a heart event no cpr no aed no defib none of that shit okay no urgency in his voice i don't believe this ever took place okay <clears throat> All right, I'm glad y'all seen this. Oh shit, bro! Kevin Samuel's 911 call had more emotion than this. Lord, have, Lord have mercy. Lord. Uh. Okay. Okay. Now, let's continue. Let's continue. What lodge? Uh, your lodge bit all day, all day. Okay. Now, let's get to Bronny himself. Because some of y'all are going to be like, what's that? And I'm like, nah, that's not how it works. I'm going to tell you. Hold up. Okay, wait a minute. I even, I even, I even ran some numbers. Moon of Trash. Okay. All right, for all you numerology people, are y'all like, that y'all like numbers? That's fine. That's fine. Okay. Uploaded. Okay, that's a good look. That's a good look. Okay. Here we go. <clears throat> All right. Another reason why I felt this this thing was a an, an event or a production. I didn't know he had that tattoo. Okay. I didn't know Bron Bron had this tight had this tight this tattoo. Now I'm waiting for somebody to tell me this means something different. 
I'm waiting for somebody to come and tell me this is something different. I didn't know he had this tattoo. I don't follow LeBron's kids like this. Okay, I don't. I really, I don't follow LeBron like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't see it. Brother, you better get the eyes checked. It's plain as day. What you talking about? You can't see it? I need you to unsee what you can't see. Yeah, I didn't know he had this. I didn't know he had this. Now I'm waiting for somebody to come in and be like, no, slut ain't what it mean. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it does. So quick insight. So what, what the, you know, okay, well, you know what? How can I say this? Well, it's, it's, it's fairly simple. So, um, at one point I was cool with a bunch of Satanists and, and, um, you know, there are some Satanists that know the Bible better than the preacher man. Okay. And the thing with Satanism is everything is inverted. Everything is either inverted or backwards. Everything. Okay. That's what they like to do. They take the Bible, invert it or reverse it. The whole premise of, of Satanism is inversion. Is either inversion or, 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 or like a reversal. That's it. That's all. Okay. It's really that's just that simple. Now, am I saying Bronnie and Brian are Satanists? No. But it, it kind of if you did a like a like a circle graph and they all kind of like interloop at some points, you know, Luciferianism, Satanism, let's say Buddhism, let's say Judaism. If you had these circles, they will all like intersect at some little points here and there. They're all interwoven. You know, if, if I did, um, if I mentioned um, the, theosophy, the, uh, Theosophily, um, the Golden Dawn, um, all that good stuff. You know, masonry, it all, it, 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 it intersects at some point, little points here and there, all right? So I'm not saying they're Satanists, but this is a very satanic behavior or, or, or um, display. Because everything's inverted. Everything's inverted. Now, for those that are going to be like, well, Sly, you know, triple nines mean infinity. I get all that. But we're not dealing with people on the up and up. So, I ran the numbers real quick. Yeah, Crowleyism. Um, Manly P. Hall. Uh, Helena Blavatsky. P. Uh, uh, Ras- Randolph. Shit. Pascal Beverly Randolph. I mean, you na- they all intersect. You know what I'm saying? So it, they all intertwine here and there. So I ran the numbers real quick for those that be like, nah, 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 me some else. Like, okay, here's your numbers. Take it for what it's worth. Do with it what thou wilt. I'm not here to, to, to try to change you to think anything. But those are the numbers. Those are the numbers. Okay. You know, the Cabalion, y'all, y'all like to read, like mention the Cabalion. Okay, that's cool too. They all intersect at some point. They all intersect at some point. None of these doctrines are like doctrines by themselves. They all pick little pieces from each other. They all take what works for them and kind of shape and twist into their own version that works for them. You know what I'm saying? It's just, they all mix and mingle 
at some point. If you're in this shit long enough, you pick up stuff from all of it. Even the Talmud. Okay? Even the Talmud. Okay? So for me, it didn't take much to figure out. I believe this was just didn't take place. This was this was an event. You know, once again, black folk, y'all love to emotionally invest yourselves into these people, into these events and situations. And here we go. All right. Nothing against these people. They do what they do. All right. So I believe this just never took place. Okay. Then no one, I, I don't know. I don't know too many heart attack victims that come back a day or two out of the hospital and just, you know, doing their thing like nothing happened. Okay. Same thing with, <laughs> you know, I'm going to leave Jamie Foxx alone. I'm going to leave the Jamie Foxx thing alone. Okay. All right. Make of it what you will. Okay. Let me get out of there. Let me get to this real quick. I'm going to get out of here and then I'm going to get ready for this. What is uh Spence? Uh, but ass whooping trash. Oh, wait, 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 wait. One more thing. One more, one more LeBron thing. Now the numbers are close. I saw somebody on Twitter try to equate the numbers and I was like, you guys are all, you're off by a few days. So let me give you the rundown real quick. So where are we at? Okay. Let me give you the rundown. On, and this is partly why now I, my original theory was correct. They received placebo shots. Okay. So this was September 29th, 2021. September 29th, 2021. All right. He got the shot around this time. Okay. Uh, LeBron James on Tuesday said he received the uh, COVID-19 vaccine despite his initial skepticism. Okay. Saying he and his family got the vaccine after he did his own research. I think everyone has their own choice to do what they feel is right for themselves and their family and things of that nature. I know that I was very skeptical about it all, but after doing my research, I felt like it was the best suited not for not only me, but for my family and my friends. We're talking about individuals' bodies. We're not talking about some things something that's you know political or racism or police brutality so i feel like i don't feel like for me personally i should get involved in what other people should do with their bodies and their livelihoods remember lakers coach uh frank vogel confirmed that his team was a hundred percent hundred percent admitting he was proud of his players not every team in this league this year has that luxury but we do and there were a lot of conversations and education to, to get that done along the way Roughly at the time, roughly 90% of the NBA players have been vaccinated, but the league uh, has not made it mandatory. However, New York and San Francisco made mandates requiring entertainment spaces and venues to only allow vaccinated people. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Now, run the dates. We roughly September 29th, 2021. Roughly. So then we go to Bronny. Let's go to Bronny, Bron, Bron. Bronny's thing took place September 25th, 2020. No, no. Yeah, September 25th, 2023. That's roughly 671 days, not 666 days. 
for it to be 666 days, it would have Bronny would have had the, this had happened to happen on September 21st. Okay. If I if I if I'm confusing you, let me let me re-explain myself. Okay. So from the time that LeBron's family took it, September 29th, 2021, roughly. This is the reporting date. We don't have the actual date when they actually took the vaccine. But if we're going to go by September, September 29, 2021, when when his family took it to LeBron having or to, to Bronny having his 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 occurrence, which would have been September 25th, that puts it at 671 days. For it to be 666 days, it would have had to occurred on September 21st. Okay? All right. Does that make sense to anybody? No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Some of y'all like slide lost me with that one. It's okay. Because you, you're going to try to see some people try to equate. Like it's exactly six. It's not 666 days. So for it to, for it to have been 666 days, this would have he would have had to get the shot gotten the shot on september 21st not the 29th so from july so no no september 21st to july 19th that's 666 days gotta put it at september 21st and we are well into the 29th and this event took place on the 25th so that's four days that's 670 days not 666 Close, but no cigar. Close, but no cigar. Did I lose anybody? Did I lose anybody? It was close enough. Right? Close enough. Okay? All right. Okay. All right, now let me get out of here. That that was my final brawny clue. Yeah, I don't believe this took place. I don't believe this took place. Once again, uh, it's going to be another miraculous DeMar Hamlin bounce back like nothing happened. Look at me. I'm six million dollar man, bigger, stronger, faster, whatever the case may be. Bullshit. Okay. All right. There's one story I want to cover. There's two serial killers I want to cover real quick. If you are from New Orleans, you know who this woman is. If you are from New Orleans, you you know who this woman is. Madame LaLaurie. Madame Delphine LaLaurie. If you're from New Orleans, you've heard of this woman. Okay. And I I came across this and I was just like, wow. So I I just had to, I had to, I I had to want to cover this. Okay. Okay. A mansion without slaves seemed shocking and a group of locals took it upon themselves to search LaLaurie mansion that's her okay here we go what they found would forever change the public public's perception of madame marie delphine LaLaurie, once known as as a respectable member of society and now known as the savage mistress of new orleans okay First, the group of locals found the slaves in the attic. Second, they had been uh, clearly tortured. Okay, one disturbing report claimed that there was a woman whose bones had been broken and reset 
so that she resembled a crab and that another woman was wrapped in human intestines. The witness also claimed that there were people with holes in their skulls and wooden spoons near them that would be used to stir their brains. Um, uncorroborated, uncorroborated reports uh, from my witnesses claim that there were at least seven slaves beaten, bruised, and bloodied to within an inch of their lives, their eyes gouged out, skin flayed, and mouths filled with ex excrement and then sewn shut. There are also other rumors that there were dead bodies in the attic as well, their corpses mutilated beyond recognition, their organs not all, uh, not all intact or inside their bodies. Okay, some say there were only a handful of victims. Others uh, claim there were over 100 victims. Either way, it's a minute Madame LaLaurie reputation as one of the most brutal women in history. Okay, and we don't care about all that. And she went nice and then went crazy. Let's see, let's see. So in 1831, Madame LaLaurie purchased a three-story mansion at 1140 Royal Street in the French Quarter. As many society women did at the time, Madame LaLaurie kept slaves. Most of the city was shocked at how polite she was to them, showing them kindness in public and even manumitting two of them in 1819 and 1832. However, soon rumors began to uh, spread that the politeness exhibited in public may have been an act. So here we go. Though New Orleans had laws, unlike most of the southern states that protected slaves from unusually cruel punishments, the conditions at the LaLaurie mansion were far from adequate. Uh, there were rumors that she kept her 70-year-old cook chained to the stove, starving. There were others that she was keeping secret slaves for her doctor husband to practice Haitian voodoo medicine on. There were other reports that her cruelty extended to her daughters who she would punish and whip if they tried to help the slaves in any way. Two of the reports are on record as being true. One, that a man was so scared of punishment that he threw himself out of a third-story window choosing to die rather than be subjected to Madame LaLaurie's torture. The third story window was then cemented shut and is still visible today. The other report concerned a 12 year old slave girl named Leah. As Leah was brushing Madame LaLaurie's hair, she pulled a little too hard, causing LaLaurie to fly into a rage and whip the girl. Like the young man before her, the young girl climbed out onto the roof, leaping to her death. Witnesses saw LaLaurie buying or burying the girl's corpse and police were forced to find her $300 and make her sell nine of her slaves. Of course, they all looked the other way when she purchased them all back. After Leah's death, the locals began to doubt LaLaurie even more than they already were. So when the fire broke out, no one was surprised that her slaves were the last to be found, though there was nothing that could prepare them for what they found. After the slaves were released from the burning building, a mob of almost 4,000 Angry townspeople ransacked the home, smashing the windows and tearing down doors until almost nothing remained but the outside walls. Though the house still stands on the corner of Royal Street, the whereabouts of Madame LaLaurie are still unknown. After the dust settled, the woman and her driver were missing, assumed to have fled to Paris. However, there were no word of her ever making it to Paris. Her daughter claimed to have received letters from her, though no one has ever seen them. That's it. That's the place. Even after two centuries, locals refused to call LaLaurie Mansion by her name, refer referring to it simply as the Haunted House. Okay. Okay, to this day, Madame Marie Delphine LaLaurie has never been found. All right. That was interesting. To me, it was.
to me it was. I know some of y'all from down from down there. Uh, let's see. Oh, they did. See, I don't even. I don't even know what, what season was that. I, I'll have to check it out. Was feature? Oh, Ryan Murphy making uh, Coven. Oh yeah, yeah, huh? Okay, Coven. I had to rewatch that. I never got through the full season. Of American Horror Story Coven. If you walk in, if you walk in front of the house at night, you do see things or people. Jeez. Okay. So y'all, you guys watched Coven. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So some of y'all heard this. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. All right. I got one more serial killer, and I'm gonna get up out of here because I got to watch this, this Spence. Crawford ass whooping. All right, this guy here, America's most repulsive serial killer, Carl Panzram. But before I do that, um, Renzo, thank you for the five in the cash app, bro. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. All right, this guy here. <laughs> Jeezy Pete. Carl Pan's Ram is referred by many as the most sadistic American serial killer. For 18 long years, the six foot tall tattooed man with cold gray eyes acted as a single man crime wave. He robbed, raped, and murdered from one city to the next in multiple countries. This cold blooded killer lived with more than a dozen aliases. No one knew anything about him when, while he lived. No one came close to guessing that all the hundreds of heinous acts were done by a single man until the November of 1928. Before his death, he confessed to 21 killings and more than 1,000 male attacks. And for these, he said, I am not the least bit sorry. He was evil personified and in his own words, he had no conscience, never believed in man, God or the devil. I hate the whole damned human race. He only lived for 39 years in which he committed thousands of atrocities and left victims in his wake. He left his musings with his only known friend, Harry Lesser, a 26 year old jail guard. All right. So he was born in East Grand Forks, Minnesota, raised with five other siblings. His life of crime began at the tender age of 11 and the rage was enhanced by different levels in his life. In 1903, he broke into a neighbor's house and stole some apples, cakes and a revolver. After the break-in, his life took a dr drastic turn and he became the cold-blooded narcissistic killer that he was known to be. After the house-breaking incident, he was sent to Minnesota State Training School where his rage and hate for everything human was intensified. While there, the staff member... Oh. The staff members attacked him and beat him up. Damn. He was often tortured and made to do nasty things like dancing naked to the staff members... This was all in, this, in the name of what the attendees christened the painting house. Pupils from this school would leave bruised, bloodied, and broken down. According to his musings, he spent two years in the Minnesota State Training School, after which he was pronounced a reformed boy. He was taught by Christians about God and objective morality, although none of this stuck with him. In fact, it had the opposite effect. 
Um, coming back home, Carl did not fit. Following the inhumane torture he had gone through and all the atrocities that he had been done to him, he felt an emptiness that he filled with drugs, alcohol throughout his teenage years. He was always drunk and in trouble with the authorities for burglaries and theft, as well as a host of other crimes. Okay. At age 14, he decided to elope. He traveled via car trains from city to city where he continued his theft, burglary, harassment. On one of the trains, Carl, ooh, he was, he was attacked. He was gang, gang attacked. A group of hobos attacked him inside the train and then gang attacked him. This is where his hate for the human being started. In his words, he hated the human race. After a year, he eloped from home. Carl was drinking at a salon, a saloon in Montana, as was his norm in a drunken decision. He enlisted in the U.S. Army. Uh, didn't last long before convicted of larceny and being imprisoned at Fort Leavenworth. Jeez, Pete. Served a jail term of 1908 to 1910. Uh, okay. Okay. After release from jail, he was dishonorably discharged. Soon after, he went back to the theft, robbery, raping, destructive acts. He stole bicycles, yachts, foods, yachts. Wow. And was apprehended and imprisoned many times. In his writings, he says that all a country can do is apprehend him, try and convict him, send him to jail for a few years and then let him loose. And he gets back to being himself. Okay. Now let's get to all the killing. While incarcerated, Pazram would in, was in frequent squabbles with guards. He would attack them, insult them, harass them, and fail to follow their orders. As retaliation, the guards would beat him and subject him to other forms of punishments. He would also oh, attack and harass his fellow inmates. Okay. Being six foot tall and having a large stature gave him an advantage over his victims. Having been exposed to hard labor in most of the prisons, he was sentenced. He had built his physical strength, which became a weapon against the men he attacked. He was always in vandalism and arson. And because his whole life was all about robbery and other acts of atrocities, he was able to attack more than a thousand men and young boys. Jeez. Okay. So he broke into a house. 1915 broke into a house in Astoria, Oregon. While trying to sell the items he had stolen, he was apprehended by the police, convicted, and sentenced to seven years in prison. Uh, the same year, he started serving his sentence at Oregon State Penitentiary. There was nothing to rectify his behavior in this facility. According to him, the prison only made him worse. He tortured, beat, isolated, and mistreated the inmates. While in Salem, Pazram swore to never do the seven-year sentence, he defied the warden and the guards and started looking for ways to escape. Okay. Okay. He spent 61 days in solitary confinement to, in the jail feeding on cockroaches. Oh, jeez. Feeding on cockroaches, but never reformed. He escaped from prison. He was recaptured at a number of shootouts with the police and was sent back uh, on May 12, 1918. This man looks... Ill. He escaped from sailing the second time. He saw through the cell's bars for many days to escape. Uh, let's see. Okay. So his autobiography starts with him accepting that he killed at least 21 people. Those that he can remember, he might have killed more than the double that number, especially given that he had poisoned, he had poisoned municipal water with arsenic. That's um, Scarecrow. From the Batman. Try to poison the water system. Jeezy Pete. Okay, his murder spree started in 1920. 
just got here. He's his yacht sank near the Atlantic Ocean, Atlantic City, with where he had two last two victims who ran away were able to escape and fear that he might be reported to the authorities. He fled to Luanda, Portuguese Angola. Oh wow! A few days later, after landing, he attacked and then killed a young boy, 11 or 12 years old. In his words, his brains were coming out of his ears when I left him, and he will never be any debtor. Good Lord. Uh, let's see. July 18, 1922, later that year, he strangled the second boy. The boys were from Salem, Massachusetts and New Haven, respectively. Despite having said that he will never go to the Northwest, he was there again. Okay, Pazram attacked and killed two young boys. He beat the first boy to death with a stone. Uh, shot a man to death with a 38 pistol he stole from the chief of police. Cheesy Pete. Oh, uh, he also claimed to have killed two Philadelphian boys in 1923 and 1928 after attacking them. Jeez. Yeah, this is a, a real habitual criminal. Okay. He was open with his criminal behavior and he told the warden that he was going to kill the first inmate or guard who bothered him. In light of his statement, he was given a solitary job in the laundry room of the prison. He killed the laundry supervisor in cold blood by beating him with an iron box. This was when he was sentenced to death. Human rights activists tried to plead his case by appealing his death sentence, but refused to have any appeals. He said about the human rights activists, the only thanks you and your kind will ever get from me for your efforts on my behalf is that I wish you all had one neck and that I had my hands on it. This is crazy. All right. So on September 5th, 1930, Pazram was hanged. He resisted having guards place hood over his face by spitting on the face of his executioner. His last words were, yes, hurry it up. You Hoosier bastard. I could kill a dozen men while you were fooling around. He was buried at the Leavenworth Penitentiary Cemetery with his prison number 31614 inscribed on the grave. So a movie was released in 2012. Um, okay, he used to attack all he used to attack his victims, all of the male. He never showed any interest in females. He might not have been a homosexual, but the attacks to him was a way of torture. He stayed away from women after he contracted gonorrhea. He was most likely a psychopath with no conscience at all. Even without formal education, his autobiographic manuscript showed that he was intelligent. Uh, Pazran was not motivated by sex or money, but by hatred for humanity. So these were his victims. Prison guard, prison laundry guard, final victim, John Morris, teacher at Minnesota State Training School, Bushard from Montana State Reform School, George Mc, uh, Henry McMahon, Alexander Luscott, Alexander Uzaki. Other murder, murders were also confirmed, but the victims were not named. Jeez. All right. I'm out of here, man. <laughs> I'm out of here, man. That's enough uh, horror for today. Okay. Okay. Did you watch them yet? What is what movie is that? Them. What is that? I don't know. Give me give me a synopsis. I'm you know how I many movies I've I've watched and literally forgotten in my day. Give me a quick synopsis on them. It sounds familiar. Is that the 
with the black people? Was it an Amazon Prime movie? Was that was that the thing you talking about? I, I I did a review on that years ago. You think the fight was gonna go twelve? It ain't going twelve rounds. It ain't going twelve rounds. It ain't going twelve rounds. The Spence gonna get him uh, uh, get him about here by nine or ten. By nine or ten, the body shots would would have taken its its course, and Spence gonna get that boy up out of here. TKO, 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 uh, TKO. Uh, okay, we gonna see. We, we gonna see. Uh, we have a big history, and oh, okay, Wisconsin serial killers. I don't know, but Dahmer is probably the most recently known. And it, it, to me, that's old. Like you know, I remember watching that on news when they were bringing out the blue, the blue tubs. You know. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, th- so that was them. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I did a breakdown of that years ago. Yeah, um, the f- the father psychotic break because of the menstrual, the inner internal struggle with him trying to be a, a good guy and not a menstrual, and then his family and the kids, and then the white racist neighbors. Yeah, I, I done, I did that years ago. Yeah, so I mean, it was decent. Um, you know what? Let me see if I can find it. I still have it up. Mm, is it on my main channel? Or was it part of a live stream that I took down? See, that's what I'm afraid of. Because when I was doing the movie reviews, I just I just did it within the stream. I didn't I wasn't doing them separate. See, yeah, I, I got rid of it. Trust me, I did that when it first came out. And I, I know I did that within a stream with a bunch of other topics. Yeah, I know I did. Okay. Never mind. All right, I'm going to get out of here. Um, so I'll be back in a couple hours to talk my smack uh, after this Spence win. So give me a couple hours. I'll be back. So um, Bud and Eight. What is wrong with y'all, man? Are y'all kidding? All right, I'll see y'all in two hours. I'll be back to talk my shit. (laughs) Peace.